Board Games follows the entrepreneur Marcus Dreer and his determination to accomplish his goals by any means necessary, even if it plummets him down a deadly hole of no return. For all of my book lovers out there, Board Games is a simmering drama that boils into a gripping conclusion. And you can find Board Games 1 and 2 now on Amazon. And it's written by yours truly, so you won't be disappointed. You're now tuned into the Sociology Podcast, the exploration of the Shiverse, which encompasses Chicago culture, politics, history, experiences, legends, and stories from the hearts and minds of Chicagoans themselves. Roseland is one of the 77 community areas in Chicago. It stretches as far north as around 91st and Princeton Park, as far west as Halster Street, as far east as Cottage Grove, and as far south as 115th Street. At first, Roseland was just a suburb of the city, though, and around the 1840s and 50s, it was just a Dutch settlement. And it didn't get its name until 1873 when James Bowen, president of the Calumet Chicago Canal Dock Company, gave it its name, Roseland, because of its beautiful flowers. Over time, different races, different cultures settled there, but now in the 21st century, in 2022, Roseland has no roses. Roseland is filled with homelessness, violence, gangs, drugs. In this episode of Sociology, I'm going to talk with two Chicagoans that currently live in Roseland. They're going to give us their thoughts about how it is to live there. They're going to give us some good thoughts about the good places to eat, things like that. But ultimately, how can we bring roses back to Roseland? Because ever since the 1970s and 80s, it's been synonymous with another name, the Wild Hunnets. All right, so Britt was just saying, what, what, where, you, where did you live at at one point in time, Britt? I was on 100th Street. Well, you came to the party at my birthday party? Oh, yeah. I was yeah. on 100th Street. Mm, you was on 100th Street, like literally. So, you know, the Wild Hunters obviously starts at 100th Street and goes south. Um, you know, here in Chicago, the higher the number, the more south you go. Um, so, like, what type of shit was going on around your crib? You know what? It was quiet, but I may have witnessed a drive-by, too, you mm-hmm. know, over there outside the window, you know, much just ride cool. up, pew, 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 and then they speed off, you know. And I'm just casually sitting in the living room, like, damn, okay. So y'all just tried to everybody out. Missed completely, but you know. You said they missed going on in the city, Jay. That's most why unfortunately it's so many casualties, like you know, kids and shit, because these motherfuckers be missing. Terrible. Yeah, and it's missing that that expense is not even worth it, man. You you just wreck yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's um it's very unfortunate. Um, so okay, a hundred street, you was literally on a hundred street. Um mm-hmm. Lance, what about you? Where, where did you, um, what, where you don't, you know, don't give us pinpoint, but like, what's an area where you live at right now in Roseland? Man, I'm the closest to the White Castle on Michigan. Everybody know which one? Oh, I'm yeah. About. I'm over there every day. Man, <laughs> look, day. the demon, but that's the best place to be when you're hungry, whether you're drunk or you're tired or you just need a quick look, real quick. Man, that you know where. Chicken rings on point. <laughs> man. Man, I get two double cheeseburgers and a great fancy. If I'm gonna Gotta drink have pop, a great fancy. Oh, you get the great fancy? Yeah, Got man. I, and I don't even buy pop. I don't even buy pop. Not even from my house. But if I go get any kind of pop, I'm getting a great fancy from White Castle. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, White Classic. Castle. All right, so like the we're, we're, around, we're around 103rd in Michigan right there. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so it's like we in, we in Roseland, Roseland. Um, how long have you been living over there? 
Man, it'll be three years this uh, Thanksgiving. Three years since Thanksgiving, okay. It, this um, Thanksgiving, man. And so, so tell I mean, us about life living in Roseland, the wild hunts. You know what? And I'm gonna be honest with you. And I was just driving through. Uh, I was coming down Michigan. Just got off the train uh, from coming from school. But long story short, just driving from 127th in Michigan all the way to 103rd in Michigan. It's just opportunity on the avenue. Just like Michigan Avenue downtown, it's opportunity down Michigan Avenue. And it's crazy. Talk about it. Talk about it. it. Like expound on that. Talk about it. Man, so from not only just living housing like just illinois housing authority just um stores that were just closed and that's you know just even the little markets the little you know just anything just even clothing stores er- everything that's on michigan avenue it's even banks black owned banks is from a hundred and it's crazy it's, i literally just seen the the vision and i even did the little backstory and i kind of looked like wow when everything was open and when it was actually money make, you know, just up and down Michigan Avenue. And it just had me thinking like, wow, downtown versus now, everything is closed. You see, there's not, but I did stop in and I always stop in the old fashioned donuts. Shout out to old fashioned donuts. Yeah, old fashioned. Mm-hmm. Right there on 112th in Michigan. So on 112th in Michigan, you get AP Deli. Like, man, like this. Michigan AP Deli is Avenue. wonderful. We got, we got our own Michigan Avenue. And it's just like, man, it just, I just see my vision. What I see is I just see it all opening back up. And it's, it's like, it's like it never left. It's just opportunity. Like we need to buy back the block. Like the black dollar. That's, that's what I took from that. Buy back the block. Like Michigan Avenue is still beautiful. Yeah. It's like like all that real estate along Michigan Avenue and the hundreds, um, you know, stretching, you know, um, I mean, I want to say, like, you could go as far south as, like, 120-something, you know, to, like, north to, like, you know, 90, to 100. Let's just say 100, like, 100 Street. It's just nothing but prior real estate. Over. I'm not no realtor. Mm-hmm. I ain't no real estate guru, nothing like that. But goddamn, though, like, you know, because at one point, Roseland used to be bustling. Not bustling, bustling. You know what I'm saying? Like, at one point, Roseland was, you know, very... It was a very structured and, you know, um, it was a well put together community at one point, you know, yeah. uh, I, I couldn't really find the words, but it was a well put together community at one point, you know, you look at that area over like by 115th in Kensington with a metro station, yep. you well, know, it's, train, it's a lot of real estate up along that strip as well, you know, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's just like, damn, bro. And like, like Roseland, so, so just like a quick history lesson, Roseland was annexed in the city in the late 1800s, 1892 to be exact, you know what I'm saying? It's like a large a large amount of the population was like um, Italian-Americans, things like that. You know, they were working class. Um, and as we know, Roseland was right next door to Pullman, you know, mm-hmm. which was named after George Pullman, Pullman Porters, all that. But all that encompasses the Wild Hunters. So it's yeah. like, you know, the stigma of the Wild Hunters is, you know, obviously the violence, right? That's the nickname that they gave it in the 80s because of the gang violence, you know what I'm saying? You know, all the bullshit that was going on in that era, you know. Um, I think, shit, was it Yummy Sandifer that got killed in Roseland? You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like Yummy Sandifer got killed in Roseland, you know, the 
the, the uh, gangster, the black disciple, the little boy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He was like 10, 11 years old. He got killed in Roseland. Um, but, you know, it's a lot of violence, you know, all around the South Side, West Side. But it's like that vision you just talked about, Lance, is, is it's a beautiful vision. You know, like, why can't yeah. we, you know, take the wild hunted and make it, you know, the the beautiful hunters, you know what I'm saying? Like, why, why we can't do that? Like, why, why, why you think we can't do that, um, BP? You know, it can be done. It'll, it's gonna take some time. But a lot of this, like, cause I drive there every day, literally. Like, my daughter goes to school over up 103rd and can't drive, so I'm over there every day. And it's like when you look at the area, it's definitely prime, but it's just so much crime at the same time. Like every time I'm over there, I'm getting an alert because my old ass definitely has a citizen's app. Uh, so I'm getting an alert, you know, on my phone about something. Like I was taking it to school and got an alert of shooting on 103rd and King Drive at the Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> like I just drove past. It's seven o'clock in the morning. What are y'all doing? Shooting at Dunkin' Donuts. All I want is a curl and some coffee. What do y'all got going on? <laughs> Were you shooting this early in the morning? Right. Or at or up there on 103rd in Michigan, you know by the good old white castle and everything it's always something going on like the violence unfortunately is still there you know yeah because a lot of these younger you know like the older folks that was there that held it down they passed away you know or they unfortunately lost their property and their kids don't want to be involved so now you got the grandkids coming through these little badass kids mm-hmm. badass teenagers in the early 20s is coming yeah. through wrecking havoc you know acting crazy in the area so like nobody really wants to be over there if they don't have to be yeah. you know so it's like why even set yourself up for that type of situation to potentially get carjacked potentially get shot by accident you know mm-hmm. have somebody rob you going to the walgreens although yeah. it's prime real estate it's just it's too risky unfortunately mm-hmm. and it's terrible because it it all starts at home and the lack thereof of direct mm-hmm. direction and rerouting at home and that's all it is that's what it really comes down to because it could be nice it could be real nice like it could be very nice over there like especially going southeast like when you start getting towards the hundreds and then like the alphabet land like all of that and roseland like hedgewick and stuff like that hedgewick is nice yeah like hedgewick is real nice especially by the state line like right before you cross over to indiana over there like 132nd Mm-hmm. Like Avenue G, it's very nice over there. It's very yeah, quiet. Even, even, even over there though. <laughs> like, oh, they get right, it cracking. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, be going down. Yeah, but even you know, west of there, I I look at it as like 103rd and even King Drive all the way to 100, you know, 19th and you know King Drive, or you know, or even coming back, you know, west towards you know like 100 and 15th in what is it indiana state you know michigan and even just up just up even driving north and south on state to get on the expressway or get off you know just jumping on the e-way or jumping off and you can see the difference it's yeah, crazy. just riding down state you see the difference like, like just one in the big square that's what it is mm-hmm. <laughs> literally yeah yeah man um it's yeah. just you know yeah i mean Y'all, y'all said it like it's just it's just like everything is risky and dangerous unless the investors are white then all of a sudden everything becomes you know magically uh 
um, like a hot, like a hot, like a hotbed, you know, it's, it's prime real estate ones, you know, um, white investors. Well, I'm not even going to just say white investors. Anybody that ain't black. It's just that, opportunity. You know, anybody that ain't black, once they get up in there, it's like, all right, now, now it's okay. But why does it take that, though? And it can be an opportunity for everybody. Yeah, like, why, why does it take that? Why it can't be us? Like, why why we can't um, make it okay? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, man. It's just, I don't know. Like, I, I, we, I feel like, like we can, but it's usually a lack of education. Like, a lot of us in the situations don't even know where to begin and don't know how to find out to even begin to invest mm-hmm. or, you know, a, a situation yeah. we can get, get our money up to even do it, you know, like, we all, you know, be struggling, living paycheck to paycheck, trying to make it, you know, renting everything, going up, wages are not, <laughs> you yeah. know, so it's like, like, how, how can we even attempt to, to buy back our block if we don't even have the availability of the funds <laughs> to even put a dent in it, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. and I think um, that's, that's, it's, that's why it's such a nuanced, you know, um, situation. You know what I'm saying? Cause like I see, I see Roseland and majority of the wild hunters as being like a south side version of like the Fulton River district. You know what I'm saying? Like the River West, River North um, areas. You know those areas where you got a lot of restaurants, a lot of bars. Um, mm-hmm. I, I see, I can see a lot of that in Roseland. You feel me? Um, like instead of the wild hunters, I see it becoming the style hunters. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. like. But like it, it got so much sure, to like just go beyond that though because like I've been on this kick where generation generational gee I sound like a badass kid don't I like generational generational <laughs> <laughs> rugrat but like like I'm on this kick where it's like generational wealth is cool but yeah. it's bigger than that though you feel me because like just what BP just said the issue is. You know, wages ain't going up, but mortgage and rent is. Every other bill is, right? So it's like, okay, cool. I didn't make it. I got my success, whatever that looks like. I got my money, and I'm investing in Roseland, right? Buying up the block. Put this there, put that business there, blah, blah, blah. We got to go beyond generational wealth, in my opinion, and we got to start looking at community health. You know what I'm saying? Because Roseland, Wild Hunnets, shit, basically damn near every neighborhood on the south side and west side of Chicago are lacking infrastructure. They're lacking institutions that can keep those communities going. Shit, it's only, it's, it's only one Black-owned bank in the entire city of Chicago and it's on mm-hmm. life support. And it's about yep. to be gone. Mm-hmm. I know that. Yeah. GN Bank. Mm. It's, it's about to be gone. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know, you can point the blame at the management, owners, all that, but nonetheless, it's on life support. And it's only one bank in a city with nearly three million people. So yeah. it takes people with money and care to make a to not just promote generational wealth but community health to install a community bank in Roseland, the Wild Hunters, to install um health clinics. You know, like Fred Hampton fought so hard for on the west side of Chicago to install, you know, grocery stores, right? 
to install all of these things that's necessary to keep a community going. But that's Twizz's utopia, though. You know, it's easier said than done. And obviously, if it was going to be done, it could have been done by now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's just just a a vicious cycle. Like, you have people that become successful, you know, and, and become put in positions where they can they can do that but they're so stuck and this is not necessarily a bad thing because I mean self-preservation is something that's important for everyone but like they it gets so caught up in the self-preservation and like you said the generational wealth that when it comes back to the community it's like oh man you know well being in the hood was nice but I ain't done no more okay but your uncles and aunties are you know your cousins are if, if we're gonna keep it generational in the family you know your family's still there your friends are still there you know your peoples that you've known your whole life are still there. So what can you do? And not saying everything has to be monetary. You got to shell out hundreds of thousands of dollars. I mean, if you're able to, by all means, you know, go for it. But, you know, where do you step in and be like, okay, you know, I want to give back to my community as in I want to invest, as I want to rebuild. I want to put the business back into the community, not just have, because at this point, a lot of brick and mortar businesses probably won't make it that much longer anyway. Because everything is going online, a lot of e-commerce. Right. E-commerce right. is booming, especially because of the pandemic. Right. So, you know, with all of that being said, what can you put in place as someone's going to give back to actually help put more money in that community? Whether it's you know rehabbing homes, cleaning up the area, giving it these you know banking lots or whatever, you know, trying to put something in there to bring some money back and give the community itself hope. You know that it can change and it can be better even though it's already over-policed and all that other stuff, you know, it's kind of like how you feel about yourself when you look good, you feel good type thing. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, let's yeah, put that, nice. you know, put that into the community when it yeah. looks better, you start to feel better, you have more pride, yeah, you know, yeah. and what you're doing, yeah. you know? So like, I feel like if people have that type of money, I feel like they definitely should, that's my plan one of these days when I, you know, especially become a multi-millionaire, um, mm-hmm. is investing in the city, period. And that go, and even though the West Side is ghetto trash, in my opinion, I still want to, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I, you know they ain't got no grass i feel a way about that but it's got to be some kind of out west slander somewhere in this pocket i'm sorry yeah. but uh yeah. <laughs> but i mean but still it's something i want to give back because i mean i've had some questionable experiences out west and i don't want to feel like that going out there you know like i want to go out there like you know it's real nice over here now, i'm not talking about old park either over there by the train <laughs> and all the other nonsense or, or Austin, I'm talking like in, in the yeah. hood, Illinois and St. Louis, I should be able to go over there like, man, this is nice as hell over here. And they didn't really came up, you know, right off Kenzie home and off Pulaski. Like, man, they didn't really, you know, they didn't came up over here on Christiana where I don't feel threatened by 50 niggas outside on the corner. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, <laughs> it should be nice. Well, man. So I'm gonna keep driving, you know. I Almost definitely, I locked my doors and I felt bad, but I definitely did. Yeah, I, I keep driving. Fuck all that. But yeah, man, like you know, it's it's, it's yeah, it's definitely it's a lot of disparity, and you know, like and and like to your point, uh, BP about you know a lot of businesses going digital online, like that's that's facts, you know. Um, so it's like I think the businesses that primarily will benefit from a lot of the stuff are the ones that need um, co-working space, and I ain't just talking about offices, like you know, um, shared you know commercial kitchens for like all these black. Uh-huh you know, chefs and restaurants was trying to get in the game and, you know, um, shit. We over, well, not we, but I failed to mention earlier, 
And one of my ideas, one of the biggest things that's needed is, you know, shelter for those who have no homes. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Like, all that shit could be utilized what it ain't. You know what I'm saying? And it ain't going to be touched until, you know, somebody that ain't Black invest in it. Unless somebody that's Black with the bread and the heart do it. You know, so, um, well, community health over generational wealth. Um, you know, I just really, I just feel like that's something I've been challenging myself on a lot lately. Um, cause the wild hunt is, is, is wild, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's wild as fuck. Like, you know, it's, it's just, it'd be so much going on, bro. Like I saw a dude pushing a shopping cart with like three rakes in it. It ain't no leaves outside. Though. <laughs> like, like you he some rakes, bro. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? And then he arguing with some dude, bro. It's, it's just wild. Like, it's just wild. And it shouldn't be that way. But, you know, that's the stigma that Rosalind and, you know, Pullman and, you know, part of Washington Heights, that's that's the stigma that they got is the wild hunnids. Yeah. And that's something that's got to be erased. Sorry, but I was driving past Rosalind Hospital and I saw, I saw a car. Now I know on the side, across the street from the hospital, there's a parking lot. So there's the gate that, you know, lands the parking lot. A car, I guess they had got into some kind of high-speed chase. A car had jumped and got stuck and impaled on this gate. Mm. And it was really just a how. Like, how did you do this? You know, but it took them forever to come and clean that up. You know what I'm saying? It took them forever to, to remove the car, to, you know, clean up the glass. And we're across the street from the hospital. So, of course, the ambulance is trying to, you know, come in and do what they got to do, and they can't. It took them forever just to repair the gate. But I guarantee you, if this was somewhere else, like Lincoln Park, you know, Edgewater, you know, Rogers Park, it would have been fixed in a jiffy. Yes, yeah, a jiffy. It would have been fixed expeditiously. Yeah, yeah. And that just shows that they don't care, you know, about what happens over there just because it's a bunch of black folks. Super quick. Um, Lance, you seen any uh, crime on your block since you lived over there? Man. Um... Here and there, yeah, but not not too much on on my block, honestly. Uh, mm-hmm. If anything, one occasion that I did see it wasn't a, like, you know, it was it was it, it got pretty intense, and I and I'll and I'll give a brief brief uh, story on it. So, it, um, everybody in the car was on drugs. Obviously, they had just you know stopped at uh, um, what was it? I believe it was the churches. Right there was like 105th and no, it's not 105th. It's 103rd in Indiana. Okay, was, let, me, let me let me stop you right there, and please don't lose your thought. But have you ever seen the churches in a white neighborhood? No. Nah. Me neither. Like I like church chicken. Though. Yeah, I, I like they open. I haven't, I haven't had something over here, but I used to like church chicken. I I've never had church's chicken. <clears throat> you never had churches. Like, no, I've been here. Harold's rather down. Sorry, I've never had. Okay, I'll kill you. But <laughs> church is more like um, like Popeye's little cousin, though. Like you know, it's kind see, of... I'll just go to Popeye's. <laughs> I wouldn't even... That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Okay, my bad. My bad, Lance. Continue. Continue. Right. <laughs> no, are you good? Are you good? So they were off their equilibrium. They, you know, they wasn't in the right mind, mental state. None, none of that. So they they jump out the car. They they in the church's parking lot. And they outside the car dancing, blasting the music. They threatened to, you know, pull a gun out. And, and this turned into like a big, I'm talking about a big thing. It was almost 50 cops, maybe 50, 50 police officers. 
in a matter of like 22 minutes. That's how long this this all took about, like the time period and time span. And it was terrible to see. And I just, I was really over it. And it was just like, you know what? In order for, you know, things like this to stop, somebody has to stand up. And they got to the point where like, I had just got tired of seeing, you know, like just racial injustice, you know, just for myself. And I was like five feet away from the sergeant at the time um, of the Chicago Police Department. It was a terrible experience. And, and it took for, you know, like, you know, three of just, you know, people that I had knew that were officers at the time, and they still are. But to say the least that, you know, they knew that he was wrong in that moment. And just like, just seeing a woman, whether she's black or white, and, and even both in this occasion, it was a black, you know, younger woman, and it was a white younger woman. They both had got slammed to the ground by two white officers. Damn. You know, you know and this, that was like terrible to see, but to see that like take place like that close and be that close to, you know, seeing this transpire, it was like, you know what? You just can't, you, you never know, not a day, another, just another day in Rosen. Yeah. <laughs> and didn't do nothing about it. Like, and I had to, you know, remember and stay humble, you know, just myself in that moment and just figure out, you know, like where I was and just what I wanted to do and just say, you know what? This ain't for me, but being five feet away from it, like, no, like, no, you're wrong, though. Like, that was wrong. Yeah. And the fact that, you know, like, I don't know, man. I, to say the least, that was just, that was just you know, terrible witnessing that. But that was my worst, you know, viewing of anything. And it could and it could have cost me a lot. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I mean, that sounds like something intense to witness, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And it's just like especially with the climate that we live in, that we've been living in for at least the past 10 plus years with, you know, uh, police brutality and, you know. Um, like, cause that's what it turned into. Like two black guys getting shoved, like, yeah. you know, one got shoved to the ground, another one got shoved. I'm like, you know, like, come on, man. Like just, like, it, it, it never took any of this. Like it was just excessive force. I could have walked home from where I was, but it took, you know, three of my guys you know, three of my closest guys that I was with at the time, man. Shout out to them. Uh, my homie Daniel, Cooney, and Kendall, man. A special shout out to them because they was with me and they was the reason why I got back in the car. Because it was like, just to see it firsthand, like, it was nothing that I can do other mm -hmm. than, you know, voice my opinion on something, but just witnessing it and it's supposed to be, like, okay with, like, seeing this. Like, no, nah, because that's not okay. It's not. And just being five feet away from, you know, I mean, I'm not finna, <laughs> you know, strike an officer or anything like that. I'm not, that's not what I'm saying, but. Yeah. If, yeah. if something's wrong and you asking me what happened, like, no, y'all was wrong. I seen the whole thing. I, I seen the whole thing. Right. Another right. officer that did, you know, it's just, I don't know, man. That's just another yeah. big Yeah, man, and as well. And, you know, and just like to <clears throat> piggyback off of that, kind of like a lateral move um roseland hospital don't even have a trauma unit. no nah they don't i got a covid i got tested for covid from the um <laughs> at the roseland hospital yeah we'll go get a quick test quick rapid you know just 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 because it's right around right around the way yeah like they ain't even got a trauma unit. and yeah. it's like i think i read something like 
It's top five, I believe, of ambulance runs in the entire city. Roseland, that is. Like, you know, ambulances running through it day and night. And it ain't no trauma center. The closest one is University of Chicago, and they just got that back within, what, the past 10 years. And think how many hospitals are between there and University of Chicago. And that's the only one with the trauma center. That's crazy. Yeah, that's, that's wild, man. So it's like... Right, right. You know, like, if anything could have went wrong in that situation that you witnessed, Lance, they would have had to take them all the way to Hyde Park. It's just wild, man. Like, I don't know. It's just wild. But, like, yeah, man, so it's just, you know, it's, it's unfortunate situations like that that happens in the quote-unquote wild hunts, you know, daily. Um, but, you know, um, on a lighter note, What's some of the, um, we already talked about White Castle and, you know, but what's some other spots to eat at out there in the Wild Hunts? Man, AP Deli. Yeah, we talked about AP Deli. That that corned beef is wonderful. Yeah, come on. That and the the Reuben. Oh, man, that Reuben is amazing. And Caribbean Jerk Palace, right on uh, 103rd. Unhosted. They slow as hell, but it's good. Yeah. Yeah, you got to order. order. They should have an hour and a half before you. <laughs> nah, you no look, no listen. I was already one hour late. It was a guy that was waiting. He was had been waiting two and a half hours. He ordered. Uh, man, what did he order? And it shouldn't even have took this long. I don't even remember. I said, man, they back there killing it, bro. That's what it is. They got to be back there killing it. How the lobster tail? No, I don't even think it was that. It had to be something. I ordered ordered oxtail from them. I ordered it, and they told me it was going to be ready, you know, like 7.30. I'm like, all right, cool. I get that, like 8.15, because I know they slow. I didn't leave until like 9.15, 9.30 with my food. I was so upset. (laughs) Got to order by 12 in the afternoon, or do not call after 5. Like, because it's going to open, and depending on the day, not a Thursday, not Friday, not uh-uh. Saturday. Don't do it. Don't even don't even think about it. No, yeah, because you ain't gonna get nothing out of that. I, I learned my lesson. I mean, it was good. Not I have forty from them before, of course, but I was so blue. Like we walk in door. Unless you go walk through the door, then go <laughs> better luck. Good luck yeah. to you. Even when you go in there, or that should still take forever. <laughs> so yeah, well, I don't got time. It's at least thirty-five minutes. Beggars, right next that's, door. That's funny as hell. Um, y'all been to S two? I, I haven't. I, I've eaten S two. Is it decent? I've been wanting to go. There. I just keep yeah. go try to go try the uh, the uh, jerk chicken Alfredo. Okay, I'm have to check it out. Yeah. It definitely does. I got four just hearing that. It does. Does it remind me of uh, what's the one that's over there? Uh, by UIC, is that the same people? Mm-hmm. Rosen, what else we got? Uh, what else uh, is that's good. Still eat peppies. I eat peppies. I ain't gonna lie, I do like peppies. You fuck with peppies, Jay? Yeah, I ain't peppies. ate peppies in any but I definitely go uh, Captain Hooks right there on I go, third. I go to Captain Hooks. In the- yeah, that Captain Hooks is, is lit. I cook, man. I honestly don't right. cook. <laughs> I go to you know what? I'm I got a special shout out the grocery basket. That's why I'm gonna get my shout out to the grocery basket on the hundred. It's on King Drive. On it's the on, corner. 
Yes, on 103rd and King Drive. Yeah. <laughs> that's my spot, man. I, I I cook. That's that's what I'm gonna go with. Twiz. You do and, be uh, cooking. You do. Yeah, be cooking. Go, that's where I go. Shout out to the grocery basket. That's my spot. Anytime I need to get anything real quick, man, your vegetables, your fresh anything, man, they they got it, man. Go get it. That's where I go get it from. He said, go get it. Um, what 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 home of the hoagie be considered? No, I feel like that's more Morgan Park area. Yeah, that's kind of mm-hmm. west. Yeah, so that ain't uh, really gonna be considered. But shout out to Home of the Hoagie, though. We're gonna get them, we're gonna yeah. talk about them on another episode, too. Um, but okay, yeah, um, so those that's some spots for food, you know, um, as far as schools and the Wild Hunters Rose, and we got Corliss, Finger, um, Brooks, you know, uh-huh. um, you know, be going down to those schools, you know, what well, now Brooks is like, you know, what I'm saying, you know, you don't, don't come for Brooks because they like a gang. You know, they, you know, fucking, they got alumni all over the goddamn place. Um, big ass school, too. But, uh, and then, of course, Gate, we'll be remiss. We don't talk about Gately Stadium, Lance. Oh, yeah. You know, you played there. Yeah. Yeah, you got some got some memories at Gately. Um, you know, the most famous stadium in the entire city um, outside of Soldier Field. Or would Gately be more famous than Soldier Field? Depending on who you ask, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, depending on who you ask, you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that's that's what we got going on the roads on the Wild Hunnets. Um shout out to Lance. Today is his birthday. Um hey, know, his birthday would birthday. be it'd be his birthday once this airs, you know. So happy birthday. Oh hell, never mind then. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait, wait till it airs. For when it airs, happy birthday! There you go. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Yeah, it's it's February first. Thank how, you. Though. Appreciate. How it. how old you uh you finna be? Man, well, last year my twenties, man. I'll be twenty nine. What? 29. Yeah. That's blood. Damn, I wish I can switch places with you, man. Damn. <laughs> Young it's, like, it's like I turned thirty and shit just turned the fuck up. So, I wish I, I wish I could take the knowledge that I know now and just know it back then. That's and, the main thing. <laughs> like if I just but, knew then what I did now, I swear I'd be it, better off. Because life is lifing, and man, it's like what another year, like boom. But it's growth, it's grace, it's favor, it's health, it's wealth, it's just opportunity. And you know, just just keep your eyes front, you know, your head high, and just you know, stay true to what's you, and. And you know, and as long as you, you know, you stand focused on what you got going on and keep your eyes on the prize, you know, you can make it all happen. You know, just just let God guide you and it'll it'll take you where you need to be. And yeah. that's that's where I am, you know, going into my last year of my twenties. Enjoy year. it. Cause as soon as 30 yeah, yeah. hit, everything gonna break. Like the check engine like gonna come on in your knees. For I real, swear to God it is. Real. Cause like, damn, like I'm about to be 34 this year, but I just turned 30. Like, I literally <laughs> I literally turned 30 just yesterday. Right. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, Twins was at my 30th birthday party, and I'm going to be 33. I feel away. Damn, <laughs> yeah, that was your 30th shit. Yes. Wow. Time fly when you're having fun. Just... It do fly. It do yeah. fucking fly. Um, yeah, man. So, yeah, definitely enjoy your last year, your 30s. I mean, of your 20s. I'm my bad. <laughs> Damn. You, said you just aged the nigga 10 years. Damn, I just aged you real quick. But that's how the pandemic feels. It feels like a whole warp, like a fast forward. You know what I'm saying? Like, zzzz, like damn. Like, can't damn. even enjoy 2020, 2021. Like, uh-uh. we 20, I still think 2019 was last year, but that's a whole nother story. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> I usually throw a party. That's what's hurting me. I usually throw like some kind of like yeah. three part party, with, you know, going out a game out of something. I can't even do it how I want to do it. I was just. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, you got some miles on you now. You, you a veteran now. You like yeah. LeBron. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 29. 29. Um, all right, so so last thing, last thing. I'm gonna ask both of y'all this question, right? Because <clears throat> we Chicagoans. If somebody walked up to you and said, You wow honey, what are they saying to you? <laughs> you said what? <laughs> let that answer first. Well, dang, what? <laughs> Like if somebody see, said BP, if somebody I'm said neutral. I'm neutral. That's what I'm saying. Wow. <laughs> see, in my mind, it would be like, you know what? Like, man, you wild as hell. You crazy as hell, boy. What you got going on? <laughs> like, you wilding, like, you know. Okay. Like, not, not necessarily in a negative way, but just like, you know. Well, it could like, be. Man, you know, it could, it could be depending on the context, the conversation, who said it. You know, mm-hmm. that's the thing about a lot of Chicago language. It could be, it depends on who said it the context and the conversation that's going on to determine if you're going to get your ass up or not. It really right. depends. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Um, okay. So with that being said, I'm going I'm to have you go first, Lance. Um, you got? Give me an unpopular Chicago opinion that you believe in. An mm. uh, unpopular opinion? Unpopular Chicago opinion that you believe in. It ain't got to be no serious or no, no deep shit, but just something that you know. I wanted to take, I wanted to take it the music route. I mean, that's cool. As long as it's Chicago yeah. related. Man, my favorite rapper is is, uh, is Common, man, from Chicago. I don't think I don't think a lot of people will. I don't know. They might, if they know music and, and lyrics, and lyrics, you know, and just, you know. People rap. sleep on Common. They sleep on it. Man, like, the best rapper out of Chicago, I'm going with Common. Like, for sure. Okay, okay. Um, BP, anybody, <laughs> give me your unpopular Chicago opinion something that you believe in, but you know, most Chicagoans would disagree with. Mm, mm, okay, most Chicagoans are just like the West Side because you know, there's a very big um, you said just divide. the West Side, <laughs> Come to the West Side. hey, you like the West Side villain, G, like they're gonna. That's gonna be my new Twitter handle, West Side Villain. Okay. West Side uh, Villain. <laughs> no, I mean just because you know it's like two different sides of of, of the same coin. You know, you from outside for or whatever. It's like a completely different world from out west. Um, so me being me, I would say that Harold's is the best shit in the city, hands down. But the Westians would completely disagree with me. Well, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that definitely don't <laughs> you know. count. That's kind of like you know, it's like a Mason Dixon line when it comes to chicken. <laughs> That's right. So, like, I, yeah. Uncle, Re- you know what? I, I, what I do like about Uncle Remus, the sauce is good. I give it to the sauce, but eating chicken without the sauce, like, it's not many places you can eat that eat, you know, just the chicken without the sauce. Like, not adding sauce to it, not them dipped in sauce. No, no, no. I'm talking about dried, however they season the chicken. True. Chicken True. Is- yeah, ain't too many places you can just eat the chicken, just straight chicken. Yeah, like you know? just. And it's a variety of places I can name just chickens place. Like, man, but even still, I'm still going with Harold's. I like Uncle Remus. It's cool, it's good, you know, but it's really, I think the sauce, the sauce in a roll, like that's the perfect combo to the chicken. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. But and then you, you got to have the bread underneath the bread where it got sucked in, you know, with the flavor and everything at the bottom with the, yeah. the lemon pepper it crackers go, it on go it. Crack, yeah. Man, it go hard. I get to him. I get, I get to Uncle Reem's boom. It's, it, it's a hit. But those mm. heroes, lemon pepper with mouth sauce, come on. Okay, lemon pepper with mouth sauce on the fries, come on. But even the chicken, is 130 hostage. I don't care what nobody say. The best heroes is 130 hostage. Nah, you know what? Nah, I, I can't even say that because they was they were slow. They uh even calling in, it was terrible. Right said they slow numerous <laughs> times. No, listen, no, listen, no, listen. Just gonna take it's still in the hundreds though, 127 for hosted. Yeah, yeah, we, I've we, had we that one too. That. Come on, we ain't even mentioned. Yeah, I've been there. Come on, come on, come on. So uh, I, I've been there. I mean, and if you're gonna play devil's advocate, truthfully, it's one of like a hundred and Something in Pulaski, but I know it's a little bit further west. But yeah, that one, that one, decent too. I ain't gonna, you know. And then they got a draft through on top of that. <laughs> so, yep. You know. <sighs> yeah, I mean, you know, I I ain't been to the hundred to the one hundred and third. Like, I ain't been there. You know what I'm saying? But you know, a lot of people say that you know go crazy. Um, you know, I ain't been there, especially since the uh, it's been remodeled. Um. But you know, it's still one of the, it's still a lot of people's favorite heroes, though. Now, if you ask me, it's not even the best heroes on Halstead, but that's a whole nother story. Um, it's a whole nother story. You know, shout out to 127. You know, definitely 127. Shout out to them. But okay, so anyway, back to these unpopular opinions. So, I right, BP, you say Harold's is better than Uncle Remus, but you're a South Side. So, right. I mean, I don't so, know. I'm popular. I don't know if you wear Pelly Pellies and Black Forces, you big bitches. I guess. I don't know. Mm. That is an unpopular opinion because niggas do still be rocking Black Forces, but they may not be bitches. Mm. But what I feel like they what, do. What I want what I want to say is Ava Rex versus uh, Pelly Pelly, but I used to have a Pelly. And he really saved but Averex, it lasted a little. Well, you know what? I take that back because I wish you would see you would see somebody with a pelly on every day. Sure. Still, yeah. still to this day, to this day, <laughs> to this day. Averex gone, but I like Averex better. But yeah, so like, you know, going forward, we got something called the Wild Hunnets Asylum for the OC, right? For the out of control. So, if you say anything unpopular about Chicago and you from Chicago. You're going to be placed in this asylum in the seven levels, seven being the worst. You know what I'm saying? So, Brian, you think Common is the best rapper from Chicago? That really ain't egregious. You know what I'm saying? So, you ain't going to be admitted. You know, um, BP, you're not going to be admitted either. You know what I'm saying? So, but that's what it is going forward. Anybody say anything wild, hunnids, we're going to put them in a wild hunnids asylum for the out of control. And then mm-hmm. that's going to be that. And depending on how egregious it is, you like, said what? Deb- like debating you about open pit <laughs> barbecue sauce? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, but, you know, I, I love my open pit. I love, yeah. my, <laughs> I love my open pit. I can't let it go. If you enjoyed this podcast, I ask for two things. Number one, leave a five-star review. And number two, pass it on to a friend who may enjoy it as well. And don't forget to subscribe to our other podcast, Mogul Motivation from True Stories Media.